The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Welcome to the Ask Harry Podcast. This is Harry Margolis, and this is the podcast where we interview experts on all aspects of estate planning. In this edition of the Ask Harry podcast, Harry continues his conversation with Joy Laverde. According to her website, Joy has a reputation for being a path carver and a visionary. She's the author of Who Will Take Care of Me When I'm Old, in addition to the bestseller, The Complete Elder Care Planner. Please enjoy Harry's conversation with Joy Laverde. Yeah, we, um, there's a... People ask a lot of questions about friendships. So, so it's easy to make friends when you're working, your working age, and you you have coworkers that you're interacting with all day. But well, how do you make friends when you're older and you, maybe you are thinking about uh, pulling back on work? And then also, how do you how do you do a deep dive on knowing if those friends are really your friends. Mm-hmm. So we could talk about that because if something happens to us, do we really know if our friends are going to be there for us? So, yeah. So, so how, how, how would you know ahead of time whether your friends are going to be there? Friendships are tested over time. So the one theme is you have to be in each other's lives for a little bit of time. Then when something happens, you see how people react. I can't tell you how many times I've heard from people. They say, why don't so many of my friends, so-called friends, leave me when I get sick? Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing this theme. And she can't understand it. So the question is, is, well, what kind of person am I for the others? And so the first place I go when I hear about those kinds of comments is, what is the quality of your friendship to them? I, I take a look and I say, am I, am I doing something I will say I will do? Do I keep my promises? Uh, do I... You know, am I really there for that person? So I guess the thing is, is first of all, trust is the determining factor if a friendship is genuine, and then it gets tested. And if, and if we don't say to the other person in our life, you can call me at two in the morning, and I mean it, mm-hmm. then no one knows. So one of the things we can do is make small requests of our friends. And then we'll know early on if we're if we're a good friend or we have a good friend or if we need to part ways. Mm-hmm. And we I I just we really have to carefully weed out the people in our lives. We cannot afford to have people in our lives who will not be there for us when we need them. It's a that's an interesting point. I'm sure something that people don't think about because they just assume their friends will be there if needed. Um, I know, it's an assumption, and it's not true. Um, it, it's, it's, it's good to know for a fact. So, so one question I, I have, uh, I was thinking when you were talking, is is there a difference in the quality of friendships between men and, and, and women? 
both uh, and they're both friends. Uh, two men are friends. Two women are friends. Or man and a woman are friends. It, I think it's uh, something that we know how to cultivate early on. I was a tomboy, so I have a lot of men friends in my life today, and it, I just gravitate toward a lot more men friends. Um, it could be the opposite for men and women, but it's just something I think we, we started to make certain kind of friendships all along the way. I have absolutely seen no difference in the quality of the friendship between men and women. They are both extremely caring and compassionate, and men especially. I, I love my men friends. They, they cry with me all the time. It's just, um, maybe it's just who I pick, but, yeah. but uh, they're, they're, quite, they're quite the giving people. And uh, so I guess there's no answer to what you just asked me. I will tell you this, though. One big mistake that committed couples make all day long is they don't realize how much they need outside friendships mm -hmm. and they tend to isolate themselves. So my, my tip of the day is make sure you have friends outside of that partnership so that people will be there for you individually when you need them and vice versa. So what, what prompted me to, to ask this question or something I was thinking about, as, as I said, when you were speaking is I was with a friend last night whose son recently died, and um, and and uh, we talked. There was a group of us, and we talked about how he's doing and how his wife is doing. He said, "Well, the thing about women is that they just call up and ask how you're doing." And so I guess his, he felt that his wife, I think, was getting more support than he was getting from his, mm -hmm. his male friends. It could be that that is what's happening, but um, it could be uh, it's not the case for everyone. So, um, I, my husband has many male friends and when things happen in our, in our family, he has those kinds of friends who call up and say, Hey, do you want to just get together mm -hmm. and, and, um, do something? So I haven't found it to be that, that men don't ask that question, but it could be the case in his in his life, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, to switch gears, um, and, and another thing I was thinking about is uh, something that I see is that people often retire in their 60s and they have perhaps 20 good years or so where they're still independent and traveling and uh, working on projects and, and they, they may move to Florida or Arizona or someplace like that. And then they then they start getting ill and uh, having more sicknesses and um, or have uh, incapacity or dementia. And what we see in the Northeast is uh, people coming back from Florida um, for when they need care, when they need to be closer to their children. And um, and I often have the sense that they don't think about that when they move to Florida that they're. They're assuming they're going to be, uh, I suppose, healthy for the duration. And uh, I, in terms of uh, your strategic planning, um, do you talk about sort of the different stages of, of aging? And I guess we were talking earlier about the difference between reality thinking and uh, denial. Yeah, that's more like it. It's like really, really give this some thought. And um, you hit a hot button there because my mom was one of those people who did 
moved to Florida and had to come back when she got sick. So, and it was a terribly difficult transition for her. So um, there's probably the desire for all of us to want to live where we want to live no matter what, but there must be some kind of strategy to get us to go in an environment and then back into the other one and maybe maybe um just just better planning deeper thought about maybe it's a two live in two places i have one friend who she and her husband live with their children they travel they have three children in three separate households in mm-hmm. three separate areas of the united states and they just they just house hop all over there's all kinds of creative ways to to uh, live in order to transition into one stage or another and i cover a lot of that in the housing section of the book the deal is is where we live we almost can assume that where we live today may not be where we ultimately end up for a variety of reasons. It could be money. It doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be physical ailments. Um, so, so there's a lot of options. And the more housing options we know ahead of time, the better, so that we always keep our eye out on planning for the future. Joy, if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you, how, how would they do that? The best way to do that is to get on my website and the website is elderindustry.com thank you for listening to the ask harry podcast if you liked what you heard please share it with your friends and colleagues if you have questions about estate planning you can find answers at askharry.info and if you don't find your answer there you can post a question and i will respond to it you can also subscribe and listen to future episodes on itunes if you're interested in harry's book Get Your Ducks in a Row, The Baby Boomer's Guide to Estate Planning, please visit margolis.com. That's M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S dot com. Ask Harry is a production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network.